Schofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. All right, here we go. Four o'clock hour. You heard it. ESPN Las Vegas, ESPN Reno. Willie's here. It's Cofield. Ari's alongside. We just got done talking to uh, Nick Gizmondi, former broadcaster with the Kraken, the Knights here in town doing work with NHL Network. Uh, really good voice on the National Hockey League. And we're all set with uh, this end of the bracket. Golden Knights move on to the finals in the Western Conference. And tonight at 5 o'clock, puck drops. Dallas, Seattle. We find out if the uh, second-year expansion team makes it or the Stars will be the opponent. Nice road trips for anyone. Are you going on the road for this? If they go to – if they if, – You if just Seattle said it a couple wins. minutes ago, so I, assume you, so I assume you are. You just well, told Nick you would see him in two, Seattle. Two trips I want to play in this summer. Uh, Seattle, because I've been there once, and our good friend Curtis Terry, who's up there, um, I told him I'd be up there this summer. Well, if the old Knights make – or if the Kraken make the Western Conference Final, I will consider traveling and try to time it around – possibly a storm home game oh wow so i would see the seattle storm there you go that's where the aces open their season but i don't think that we'll have a. I, I believe the night they open we will most likely have game two here so i would miss that but um yeah so i'd plan that and then the other city that i've never been to that i want to go to is chicago battleborn injury lawyers presents the big four at four number four I assume that was a random Chicago mention because of your trip wishes or because yeah. of the Aces. No trip wishes. That's like in the center. Well, if they're going to try to tie it into a to an I'm going to tie trip? it into a WNBA game. Oh, okay. But there if the Aces are there, then fine. There you go. There you go. Today is we always love talking about food, in spite of uh, others who don't want us talking food. Uh, National Chocolate Chip Day. You ask a question. It's National Chocolate Chip. What? Just the chip? Just the chip. Not a cookie? No. Just the chip. Not ice cream? No. I don't even I don't even know what you're asking here. Semi-sweet. Do we prefer semi-sweet milk chocolate or dark chocolate chips? You have hosts on Raider Nation Radio 920 rolling over in their graves and they're alive. What are you doing? Go ahead. Chocolate Please chips. espouse on the different types of chocolate. What are we doing? Chocolate Stick chips sports. are small chunks of sweetened chocolate, often teardrop shaped, okay. with flat circular bases. They may also be rectangular or square in shape, Steve. Vary in size. They are usually quite small. So what kind are in like chocolate chip ice cream? Because those seem like jagged little slices. That's what exactly what they are. I think they're jagged slices of semi-sweet. They're, those are semi-sweet. I believe, yes. Yeah, I, if you come in asking the question, I feel like you should have an expertise. Well, I don't know what each one is used in. Here's here's the thing. Original chocolate chips were made of semi-sweet. Today, there are many other flavors. Bittersweet, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white and dark swirl, peanut butter, mint chocolate, and butterscotch chips. My lord. Yes. You know what? Now I'm sold. It it deserves its own day. (laughs) National Chocolate Chip Day. Sure. You went searching on this one. Aren't there like six options? You guys, you both kind of cross-reference this whole national something day. I am a dark chocolate chip guy. Uh, You know what? I'm going to look up other national days. I feel like there's something else more important than chocolate chips. Today was a weekday? Yeah, Apparently. Well, here, let's just run it down real no, quick. That's it. No, that's you it. You don't want to know. Grab bag. Save it for grab bag. Nope. Okay. Time is of the essence. Yes. Number three. And got to get back to sports. Uh, did you see that Marcus Peters is visiting the uh, Raiders today? This is according to Vic Tafer. 
You in, you out. I feel like this is something that fans will be in love with because it's a name. What does he have left? And what's his attitude? Well, it better be good. Chiefs, Rams, Ravens. He's 30. He's coming off another ACL injury a couple of years ago. This would be the second year removed from the ACL, the tear in the ACL, which, you know, hey, the second year is going to be better than the first year, you would think, unless it's a uh, debilitative knee injury. Last year, his numbers were okay. Did you see the numbers? Yes. Um, Give me the PFF numbers. Because he is a guy who's got a ton of interceptions in his career. Give me the numbers. Allowed a career high in completion percentage, Marcus Peters, at 71%. Touchdown <laughs> and uh, career high touchdown rate on throws in his direction. So. I had to scroll. I know. I was, I was like, hey, you hey, have it or you don't. Go. You have it or you don't. Let's go. Uh, I, Our vast prep here, crew put that together for here's you. Here's the problem I have with this. Didn't we rant and rave and give a, well, no rant, but rave, positive rant and rave, and give top grade, maybe B-plus on the draft, and they 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 answered a lot of defensive needs, and they, they have, now I'm not saying that they have a full room and so on and so forth, but they did grab some guys. They had some guys coming back. Is this necessary, or do we need to be worried that they're second-guessing their draft? Oh, no. I, I Come on. You've covered this team long enough, and, and I'm sure all teams do this, but with it being close to home, the Raiders have people there all the time. I mean, how many times do you look up then the it's last not a big deal? How many Exactly, and 95% of them they pass on. How many times do you look up with guys they brought in, they wind up landing somewhere else, guys they had on the roster for six games, they, they're playing productively somewhere else. It's like that back end of the NFL, especially the veterans, you know, 28 on. It's hard to stick. And like, some organizations... Yeah, like what you have. Some Some don't. It's hard to stick. Okay. Uh, Yeah, because I saw in one of the write-ups they were like, uh, this defensive backfield is uh, bereft of talent. Like, well, it's bereft of names that you know. (laughs) And that's why don't. That's why we're saying don't get sucked in because it's Marcus Peters. I'm not saying don't sign him. Yeah. But if his attitude's in check, if he still got it, if the ACL surgery two years removed, this whole thing has worked. I don't want to sound like Doc Cofield. I won't. That's why I'm not going to do it. Here's the only reason why I would sign on. It's May. It's OTAs. Okay. Big deal. We're not even. It's not. It's not like it's June right before training camp. It's OTAs. Then there's mandatories, right? Then training camp start later. Uh, later this summer. As of now, they want to bring him in. Let him come in. Number two. Schedules out. I saw a lot of people uh, whimpering about the Raiders' rough start. Cut it out. Cut it out. You got a story coming up yeah. for the Sporting Tribune? Yeah. On the Raiders' season win total, which is now uh, – it's been seven and a half. Now the under is minus 140. The over is plus 120. Make the playoffs? No. Minus 430. Yes, plus 350. In a league, by the way, that has a shuffling of playoff teams every year. I would never bet minus 430. I wouldn't either. But seven and a half over under. I, I, I don't. To, want, I want you to talk out your column right now. I'm going to leave the no, studio. No. You sit here with Ari. No, I'm not. I'm not talking out you my kinda, column. I'm not giving it. Willie and Willie too. You can do it. I'm debating Debate whether yourself. or not I want to skip one, skip two. All right. Should I take the mic and swing it to the left because he won't shut up? Okay. 
I don't. I just kept talking because I'm leaving. <laughs> here's the thing: I don't want to give away my column. I don't want to say. I don't want to give up. Oh, come on, where where they're going to land the upset? Like I do have a major upset early in the season. Don't be like the RJ guys holding back stuff. Why, gonna, why is that an ouch? I'm going to give out the over, but it's not going to be that far. But there's going to be a couple of surprising upsets okay. that they're going to score. Really? Yeah. They're going to beat the Chargers at least once. That's a given, and that's to me. That's, that's a, a given. That's not an upset. Okay. Me. Not here. Here's. Okay. Those Chiefs split with the Chiefs. Look at them. Okay, hold no, back. No, no, hold back. Where, what's where? Where do people go on Twitter to find your stuff? Where do they have to go on the web? Willie G. Ramirez. And where's the Sporting the, Tribune? The SportingTribune.com. Okay. The SportingTribune.com. Just go there. <laughs> Number one. There goes our ratings. There you go. We always worry about them. Okay. Uh, I, I, uh, Steve's I, back. I come off a little Cole break. Cofield's back. I come off a little break. <laughs> and I saw middle of the week last week. Uh, A's have changed their mind on the site. And I picked up the phone. I put it down. And I just slathered on. Just more suntan lotion all over the beef. So to answer Just your question last the, week, Ari, he all was over, on the phone. All over the blubber, made sure to get the under boob, make sure that it didn't burn, and I thought about the A's new piece of property for one second. I don't know what to do with these stories. I'm not doing this every week. Yeah. Right? Two weeks from now. Uh, it's the fairgrounds. Ah, Sahara and LV Boulevard and the 15. That's not equipped. Next month, back to the Rio. Two months from now, oh, we're back over Cofield's pedestrian bridges. It's alive again. I'm not doing this. So what do you want to do? But because everyone else is going to cover it, you know why? Because it gets hits. I read and the casual fan likes it. Listen, but I'm not. What the last you, week? Last week we're we're all set for the 15 and the Wild Wild West property. I'm liking that. I don't like the public funding. And now they're like, let's go build on a postage stamp. At the freaking one of the busiest intersections in town that I got to drive through all the time. Yeah. Now they're going to build in a Tropicana? Yes. What? And, and we're supposed to cover this like day to day, bated breath? And the ticker, it's official because it's all over the place. It's official. They've reached the agreement. That's it's, a, it's, they've, got a, they've got a binding agreement. They've got a with binding bellies in agreement. The they had a binding agreement three weeks ago. Yes. Uh, the eight, and here's the thing, I'm still not. Convi- I just want to. I'm still ch- not convinced they're coming. I just want to eat some jerk chicken and not have Ajita on vacation. Trust us, we were worried about that. Ari saw a tweet from the ESPN Las Vegas account, and he looked at me. He goes, "Please tell me that you were the one that sent this, because if this guy is where he's at and he's tweeting out from there." No, I didn't do it. Whatever it was, it was I didn't me. Do it. Yeah, no, it was me. It. Yeah. But it was, but 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 the, the fact is, no. but the fact that you did pick up the phone and catch Ajita over the A's. I was still checking things. You didn't <laughs> want to like fall asleep to the rest of the world. I was pretty proud that you put the email on uh, whatever you call that. Do not disturb. I, you know what? I just figured you it should. out. I don't know if I have it off. I think it's going to be on forever now. It was, like, it was like it was that was a real effort. What he's talking about is that hey, I'm on vacation. Yeah. You know, here's who to turn to. I oh, yeah. every time I go on vacation, I'm like, I don't know how to figure this out. I'm like, I'm old, and then you I see like out, I see it? people a lot older than me doing, and I'm like, I got to catch up. No, I didn't text you or email you. No, no. You know what, you know what he's saying? The, the email that bounces back. I do hey, know. Yeah, 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 yeah the auto response. Yeah. It's called auto response. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Did you invest in any of their farmers down there? That was a question on the show last week. Did I? Yeah. Did someone in my 
group travel party? Yes. I went when I went there. Someone in my party. You know, you know, it's highly illegal there. I was in Jamaica, by the way. Yeah. Highly illegal, except the entire resort. Yeah. No, it's yeah. You know the person in the party that invested uh, when I went. Ooh, I don't know your son. Yeah. Okay. Get out of the middle man or woman. <laughs> seats. Well, sure. I was. It was five in the morning, and I was in the. Oh, really? You know how they have the. The, the, the way that things are set up in those inclusive, right, with the huts and the yep. it's all open. Just like it's, it's like the movie Cocktail, right? You're just wide open. And I was out there doing some work writing, and he comes off a, a run. He was he was jogging on the seven-mile beach, and he came and sat down. And he goes, I'm just letting you know, in our safe. Okay. This is uh, Sports Talk Radio's number one show in the country for not following through on anything. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you this idea. Okay. Um, because I don't know what to do anymore covering the A's and the whatever they're going to pick for a stadium site you know, every other week. If anytime this is in a rundown, Ari, just please have Jamaican steel drum music playing. or Just have it ready, start playing it, and we'll just start talking about my vacation. It could be like a, a, four months from now. All right? Yeah. A small part of my vacation. So Willie chose to go with the category weed. Yes. Yes. Okay. So all we need is we just need the, the signals because it's going to happen. Cause yeah, the, the beginning of, us, of a Bob Marley song. All of us slip into this A's thing and start getting all worked up and contorted and $395 million. There's no plan in front of the legislators. Special sessions. That's going to – I like I have all the material ready to go. Hmm. And then I, I get home and I'm like, I got to stop. I'm not Dave Cavill. I'm not doing this. John Fisher, I'm not doing this. Give the proposal. Let's see what happens. But I can't do this every day. It's Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. I'm going to take a deep breath. Because I kind of lost my cool. And I'm just back. And I was expressing my frustration with the Oakland A's and now jumping from site to site. But here's the thing. If we stop covering it, other people continue to cover it, and then I have to block all of them. I don't want to block them to not see the content. But I will say, Alan Snell, F you. And I mean that nicely. Stop tweeting about this, okay? Or I'm going to have to unfollow. I'm kidding. No, I just saw Alan just pointed something out. I can't stop talking about the A's. Please, Lord, help me. Alan Snell just tweeted something out that Bally's has a release, and they're expecting two and a half million people at the new A's ballpark. There's 81 home games. It's a 30,000-seat stadium. Did I let it marinate enough there? Yes. The math doesn't add, ma- it doesn't add up. I got you. You are not Maybe going to Maybe they're going to have standing room only. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. Poor Steve. I, I saw a map. Acres is another one. Up yours, too. Over at the RJ. He's got a they, – they have a map. Bally's put out a map. Yeah. It's going to – like the stadium's going to be in like the back corner, which, by the way, it, it's a wonderful parking area there that I pointed out before. Ron Kantowski, who's now retired, ruined that secret parking lot because that used to be the spot to park at, to walk across to the MGM for boxing, especially, then UFC. So now they're going to build the baseball stadium in the back corner. I, I, 
I don't want to. And for the people in Reno, they're like, we don't care. We don't care about all this Vegas stuff. And I apologize to them. But if I start getting into the roads, you know, where the, I mean, the road snakes, Reno. the road snakes beautifully behind. Yeah, Reno. Right, right behind Tropicana and behind Oyo and old Hooters. And you, know, you take it right over to Koval and yeah. make it right on Trop. It's all gone. It's, it's a, all it's all gone if they go there. It was a beautiful there. shot for me from uh, oh, after after our Sunday show. Right? Hacienda from the West Side. It'll all be gone. All gone. And if cutting through keep, the Luxor little And, side and if roads, people keep tweeting about gone. it, you know who Steve's going to become Tim Kawakami. Everybody's getting Everyone blocked. Getting, yep. <laughs> I don't want to be old Bay Area, you know, guy muttering who can you know, dish it, but can't take it. I don't want to be that guy. And the A's are doing this to me. So I beg you, Dave Cavill, stop. John Fisher, stop. Are the A's doing it as much as, uh, what about the Las Vegas uh, powers that be? I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't I don't even know that they're in. I don't know what they're thinking. Like Red Rock Resorts now. I don't know what they're thinking. Jesus. Steve might break out with a rash. I know. You know, I'm, I'm not making a joke of this. And now we're just going to talk nonsense. We had all this stuff planned today, right? We got motivation. Nonsense time we're on Cofield and Company. Here we go. So while I was doing this, it's a little vacation here. Um, I was thinking of my good buddy. We're tight. John Taffner. Okay. He's got the new brown butter bourbon. I don't know if you tried it. You should try it. He had, he had it at home. He was browning some butter. I don't want to go through the whole thing. I heard. We're tight I, like I, that. I, but yeah. uh, Liquor World, you can get it. I think Lee's too. Um, but I was thinking of John. I was like, you know what? I didn't, I didn't catch up on the last season of uh, Bar Rescue. And I'm, I'm not making light of this. By the way, this last season, was it was very therapeutic. It was very nice. There wasn't all the yelling. I think I cried in every episode. He just came in. He kind of beat him up, but people were in big debt. It was good. Don't put your don't lean your head just because I have a just feeling that, I get emotional. I have a feeling that Steve is going to come across with franchise rescue or something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, someone should do that. They Taffer needs to go in. But then John John Fisher, the owner, who doesn't talk to anyone, would explain to Taffer, he's like, you know what we're doing here. You don't have to yell at me. I know what I'm doing, okay? <laughs> Not about baseball, John. But anyway, long story short, he goes into Too a place. Late. There's a guy. There's a guy who will not let go of every responsibility at his restaurant, yeah. and it drove him to a friggin' stroke. I'm not joking about strokes, but that's how hard he was working. And Taffer came in. He's like, "You gotta delegate, right?" So I'm just saying. Well, I'm Steve, gonna breathe deeply. You gotta delegate. Cavill and Fisher, please stop. Okay. Please, Steve. when you have a final determination, I'm not doing this, okay? You're ruining our Aces talk. We got good NBA talk coming up with JBT. I've got, I think, great stuff. Great stuff on John Morant, but uh, that's it. I'm, when uh, when, I'm am, out. I, when I'm, am I back on the show? Uh, Friday? I don't know. Listen, I want you to relax. and I del- And I want you to delegate. Delegate. Let us do some no. of the stuff. No, okay? no, no. Because <laughs> you know that SOB. To- Actually, you know what the great thing about... Adam Hill being on the show is he he hates the A's thing more than all of us. Yeah. We, well, he hates I, a lot I, of things. I don't know if you missed it. We had uh, we had Darren living out. Ari, Ari couldn't see it. 
we had Darren Libinati on, who's like he's a really good source of local history and venues and events. And Darren was doing really well. And then and then Adam just came in over the top and just started yelling at him. And I'm like, what are you doing? Just like it, it was the mistrust of the A's and what they're doing. And the and 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 the battle, the the scars, the wounds that uh, Adam Hill personally feels somehow from okay, SB1. He started yelling at him. I'm like, what's going on here? Oh, he's standing up. I like this. Wait a minute. You should stand up all the time. You're too chill. Wait a minute. Because last week, yeah. I don't know how much you paid attention, I but no. we, we had Greg Maddox on. I saw that. I yeah, got that was Greg good. Maddox. Did he yell at Greg Maddox about no, baseball? No, he was very nice and cordial. He was like, the A's, right? It's good for Las Vegas. Like, oh, right. Maybe he turned over a new leaf. Oh, no, no, no. You're just not going to disrespect Greg Maddox. Okay. Come on now. So. He he even said he was I'll like you know any anybody that has 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 a has a, uh, a game call that was it was it a game or he said the Maddox I can't remember what it's called it could be good when you complete game under hundred pitches something like that I don't remember. okay but no he was very very cordial very docile you know what the Aces want to be here they have an aggressive owner in Mark Davis a little too aggressive sometimes with the rules but but you'd rather have that right the Aces. Top to bottom, want to win titles. The players want to win. This offseason, they're like, we're getting more players. We talk aces, okay? Not this mumbo-jumbo that's going on with stadium sites. I almost fell over. Um, so Becky Hammond was available today. If you go up to LVSportsNetwork.com, you can hear the interview over on Q Meyer's show. We'll probably play some snippets of Becky speaking. Becky's done... One interview so far in the NBA? The Raptors? Is that yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. What about the other jobs? I know that Bucks land would love her. Bucks Twitter. Okay, well, clamoring. how about Bucks ownership? How about Bucks management loving her? You know what? They're going to bring her in? Because I've seen, not to disrespect uh, you know former NBA coaches, but I've seen more than a few people being interviewed. Where I'm like, wait, that guy? By the way, led by... Mark Jackson, are we doing this again? They fired They fired Budenholzer. She's not waiting around, by the way. I read a fantastic what story. What does that mean? She, she, th- now that this season, I got news for you. This season started, I, I know it's her dream, and I know that's what she, but, um, if you haven't read the story yet, Google Becky Hammond, Aces, NBA, and Time Magazine. Okay. Fantastic article, and she, she she's focused. I believe her when she says she's focused on the WNBA right now, the Aces. Like, if you're going to go after her, you better have already done it. When's the opener? Saturday. What time? Don't know. Top of my head. It's in Seattle. Okay. All right, so they got they got, they got they're they're probably traveling Friday then. It's a long trip, right? No. They're not they don't travel day out, right? Um, no NBA franchise there, so okay, nobody can interview her. She's not going to get interviewed this week. Don't even try it. Bucks call Friday morning. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's the only we, we're doing it. We want to interview you. To take over the best team in the Eastern Conference by record, we've got Giannis set up to meet you and be part of the interview process Saturday. No shot. This Saturday. No shot. 
No five shot. mil a year, Becky. No, Giannis. Five mil. No, you. That's an offer. That's not a interview offer. Make up your mind. I'm saying the salary is five million, but we want to interview you. We want you to be on the top. She is not the top going the, to this no, Saturday. No, no shot. No shot. I'll lay money. She's not going to abandon the girls, the ladies. Excuse me. She is not going to abandon her 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 team for their opener in Seattle. The defending champs. Now I know that you invested in the farmer out there. There's no shot. And you get the coach, the Greek freak, and we have one of the great reclamation projects. This guy is talented. But between you and I, and this is the Bucks on the phone with Becky Hammond, between you and I, he's sort of a jackass, but we think he can really play. You get to coach the Greek freak, and you can fix Grayson Allen. How about that? How about those challenges? Still not going to interview on Saturday. That's it. Glass ceiling. Shattered. Now, now I, I, I'm busting your chops. If the Bucks did that, <laughs> the Bucks are a crap organization. You can't do, you can't do that. Like, hey, pass up your game. Yeah, we're more important. Well, hey, and if they called tomorrow and said we want to interview, okay, Zoom only. Yeah, you can do Zoom. Yeah, Zoom only. Right. It's too late. It's too late. Right. She's dialed in, and she, boy, she was, she was. I tell you, I, you know. Becky's a cool cat. She was walking around, making the rounds, gave everybody She's on top of the world. Gave everybody time. Halfway point of the show. Yes, sir. John Von Tobel's coming up. Great on the NBA. Yes, sir. Both gambling and uh, and storylines. So we got a bunch of stuff coming up. We'll build more on that Becky Hammond uh, interview process with NBA teams. Right now, it's just the Raptors. Wheeler Ramirez is here. It's ESPN Reno, ESPN Las Vegas. This hour is always brought to you by our friends at Battleborn Injury Lawyers, offices in Reno and Henderson and Las Vegas. You can call from anywhere in the state of Nevada, 766-1400. you got to dial 775 in the north. So I listen to a lot of radio, sports radio. I love it. Just steal stuff incessantly. Uh, I enjoy what Fox Sports Radio has on on our sister station, 1340 and 98.9 FM here in Vegas. Uh, Covino and Rich do a really good show. Today, I thought was really uncharacteristic for them. They went on and on and on about John Morant. So explain to the audience what happened now with John Morant. So over the weekend, he was with his friend. Now, I don't know if it was – I can never tell, you know, if you hold it up and the camera reverses it, if he was behind the wheel or because it it could be the opposite. A lot of times it looks like, you know, and you see people driving, but it's actually on the right side of the car. Anyway. They were singing along or lip syncing, but it was on his friend's IG live. Okay, so they're live on Instagram. And it kept going back and forth for his friend, job, his friend. Now, at the split second, you see his friend look over his shoulder and kind of there's a nod. I don't know if it was a nod of agreement or if it was a nod of pick it up, whatever. He goes and he comes right back. But there was long enough where everybody that saw it went back screen recorded it, and then freeze-framed, screenshot, John Morant, John Morant, and it was going along with the lyrics. I believe some there's, a, there's a, I couldn't understand, but some gun, but he did have a gun up by his head, not to his head, but like waving in front of his face type of thing. 
And that was it, though, because he because it was a quick flash. Now I don't know if they thought if the guy if the friend thought let's I could get it in real quick and not, but it was caught, it was screenshot, and now he's suspended. The exact same thing he was suspended for before. Okay, and that he supposedly had therapy for. All right, time to move on. What, more. The topic? No, <laughs> no. It's time for the Grizzlies to move on, and here's why. The Memphis Grizzlies played, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, 22 games without John Morant in the regular season and postseason. First three times, 0-3. Since then, 12-7. So it's not, it's not a glaringly good record, but they did perform and they did compete in some of the losses too. They got used to having to play without this guy, whether he was injured or dealing with whatever he was dealing off the court. They kind of got used to it. And if you get rid of someone toxic, Steve, you can get somebody. Somebody would want to go play with that core of players. Someone would want to go play for Taylor Jenkins. Okay. I really think that it's time to think about maybe moving on from John Morant. I'm not saying he's the reason that they're not winning, but it's also a distraction. And if he's not learning his lesson and he seems to be on his way to maybe dropping a demo with Damon Arnett, I don't know. So from, from an NBA and Grizzly standpoint, why is waving a gun in a car singing a song? Why is there something wrong with that? I don't. I think it's more of a character issue, and I think when you are reciting lyrics, he's, he's really not doing anything illegal unless it's illegal to possess a gun. It's not concealed. If he's a legal gun owner, a gun owner, Right. I, I by the why, where is the NRA on this? Seriously, I don't know. I mean, when I go if shooting he, at if the he range, legally, if he legally owns the gun, I mean, is it? I, I assume it's a crime to point your gun at someone, probably in another car. But can you? Can we? Are we not allowed to dance with guns? We're allowed to do everything else with guns. You can do whatever Seriously. you want, but he's been. I put, it's like I'm. I've I've been thinking about this, and it's like. We keep getting all angry, and I mentioned the Fox Sports Radio show. Like, what are we actually angry about with Ja? It's Cofield and Company's Eye on Sports Betting with John Von Tobel. JVT is in from VSIN. John, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I am um, making food. Yeah. Um, something simple. Something simple. Just some steak and rice, but it's like a cilantro-themed steak and rice with uh, some um, elote off the cob. So that'll be good. Very crazy. Very nice. Very nice Mother's Day post on Instagram, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yep. My beautiful wife, Isabel. You love awesome mother. She you, deserves it. You leveled up. Just, just figure I'd throw that out there. Thanks for what language telling me in an odd way. My wife is attractive. Appreciate it. Oh, no. You know, we already had someone here searching through his phone at, at pictures of his wife. I didn't yeah, somebody in the uh, Lotus building saw I had to use my phone for business purposes saw the background photo of my wife and attempted to zoom in on it. So it showed a couple of things. One, uh, an oddity in terms of wanting to zoom in on my wife's picture. Uh, and two, just not basic understanding of not being able to zoom in on background photos. So okay. it was a double whammy. So, John, let me set up a scenario here because we want to talk to uh, we want to talk a little NBA and it's the word is scenario. Um, if you wanted to make an IG video with some music in the background while you were making your rice and you started <laughs> dancing around with a gun, would VSIN fire you or suspend you? Um, you know, I don't know, to be quite honest with you. I would say 
probably not given some of the things that I do know that people have done. <laughs> so okay. well, why, why, uh, why, why has the NBA, uh, you know, I started to think about this whole thing and all the outrage over it. And I'm like, wait a second. I just saw kid rock weeks ago, like machine gunning beer. Yeah. That could be a dangerous scenario where someone could be in the background. And, you know, like I, I actually, I don't, I don't understand in a country where we love our guns. There's open carry. What is actually wrong with what John Moran is doing? I mean, I, it's probably a little dangerous and irresponsible to himself and his friend if it's a loaded gun, but why is he suspended? Right. Well, here's the thing. Who does Kid Rock work for? Right? Like, who does who does Kid Rock report to when it comes to, is there like a Kid Rock association? Because really, that's not the case. You know, the NBA, as we've talked about in all of these topics, they are the governing body here. He's not getting arrested. He's not going to jail. But the NBA doesn't want this. And it comes on the heels. One of the things that's forgotten, guys, of the first incident with John Morant in terms of the gun is that there were legal issues potentially involved there. How did the gun get there? Was it on a team plane? Did, was it at that club? The police wanted to know. How did it get there? Was it his? Like there, was a, there were some things there. And at the end of the day, the NBA has the right to say, you are going to be the face of our franchise. This is now the second incident in which you are doing this. We don't like it. I don't care about why are the, they like, the why, why why are they anti gun? Well, think about the past that they've had, right? From Gilbert Arenas to all of every, Raymond Felton, everything in between. They've had a lot of guys with incidents with guns in locker rooms. So, do you think? Right? If, so this do, is, you, do you think if Stephen Adams tomorrow made a video shooting up beer, is he suspended? Uh, da- dancing, maybe, da- maybe you know, not. Dancing Here's to the a thing. song, you know, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, I actually, I'm, I'm, because I'm trying to wrap my head around. Like, what are we actually angry about? Yes, he's an idiot. We we actually don't know what happened with this fight with this kid, right? But beyond that, like what? And he's late and tardy for you know for team operations. I guess I guess if that's well, part of the suspension, uh, that's fine. But from the NBA standpoint, because what what this sounds like to me, and I don't hear anyone defending him, uh, we always talk about the NFL sneaking, uh, you know, sticking its beak where it shouldn't and being judge, jury, and executioner. Why are we worried about some guy waving around a gun while he's singing? Yeah, so I, I think you're being a little disingenuous here in terms of John Morant and everything, right? Because it's not just the thing with the kid. It's it's one of his friends assaulting a kid during a pickup basketball game for almost hitting him with a basketball. It's after an Indiana Pacers game, him allegedly in a van where a laser was pointed outside of it as a clear threat to Indiana Pacers staffers that there was a gun on the other end of that laser. It's what happened in Denver where there's a potential that he brought a gun on a team plane and into a team locker room where a, team, where a league has a past of not wanting this. I, I think you're kind of selling short what's going on here. If this is a one-off incident, maybe that's fine and he doesn't get in trouble for it. But this is a guy with a growing track record of issues that he has had now. I think that's where the league is at. It's not just a one-off. You know, I keep hearing people do this. Like, yes, Stephen Adams is like comparing Stephen Adams in this made up scenario, shooting beer cans in a controlled environment where he is doing something in relatively safe. I'm assuming he's not doing it in the middle of a neighborhood. Then that's something different. I had somebody tell me, is he in trouble if he's standing next to a, you know, a deer with a rifle? Absolutely not. That's something completely different. It's not the presence of just a gun. 
It is a growing track record of issues with John Morant that has put him in this position. So I don't think we should view this as just, hey, he's just got a gun. What's the problem? Guns, America, it's okay. It's This is now a growing list of issues with John Morant that he is not getting it. And the league has the right to step in here and say, you are going to be the face of our league. You are one of our outstanding players. You are going to be in highlight reels. You are going to be in videos. You are potentially going to be a Hall of Fame player with the way that you play and you continue to do these things. Now we're going to step in and really throw the book at you because the last time we really just put you out there for eight games, that was with time served because the team suspended you. I think that's it. It's not just one incident. Are you proud that Michael Wilbon has banned Josh Shu from his house? I, how many were in there? <laughs> like, was that just a I place mean, talk, where Jaw talk about perform, talk about there? performative action? Michael Wilbon goes on and says, uh, "My son can't have Josh shoes." Good for you, Mike. What a statement! I wish somebody would follow up with, "Does he have any?" <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because right. you're right. Like that's that's just performative. Like you know, a grandstanding. Like never in my house again. Like who cares? Like you, you weren't buying so Jaws. Ridiculous. You're not really doing anything there. Uh, let's get to some stuff uh, around the NBA in terms of firing and losses first before we uh, squeeze in the series coming up. They're very important series, obviously. But they deserve more time than just being squeezed in. Why is Monty Williams fired? I, I, I look. Oh, so. I will say, performatively, I have no idea. Like Ronnie Williams had, did a tremendous job with the Phoenix Suns. He turned that franchise around. And keep in mind, because people just eliminate for some reason the bubble, it started in 2020 when they went to the bubble and won eight straight games and like this team had started to build from there. Monty Williams has done a great job. He's done a great job helping develop some of the young players that they had before they traded for Kevin Durant. He's implemented a good offensive scheme. He is not by far a coach that is just rolling the ball out there and letting guys play. They run a great offensive system, or I should say ran, that, that really is pick-and-roll heavy and running a bunch of Spain pick-and-rolls that allows them to be open. Remember the Valley Oop? Remember that in game one of that series in the Western Conference Finals against the Los Angeles Clippers where they're down by, like, what, five-tenths of a second, and they drop something brilliant to get DeAndre Ayton a lob at the, at the rim to get them a win? He was a great coach. So I don't think he deserved to be fired in terms of results. I think this is just what we usually see. This is a new owner who, by all accounts, guys, has been way too involved with this franchise in a very short time. Just wanting to put his footprint or, you know, handprints, whatever you want to call it, all over the franchise. So I don't think Monty Williams deserved to be fired. I think he's going to get hired very quickly. And when you're talking about a guy who was a runner-up and then a coach of the year winner in these last three seasons to get fired because his bench was thin because the team traded everything away, yes. I think it's ridiculous that he lost his job. It's crazy. John Von Tobel, V-CIN is with us. Where do you want to go, Willie? You're looking at me. Where do you want to go? Well, I just you want to smash the Sixers. Just, you want to get I, to the. I see your next topic, and in my mind, I'm thinking. So when Doc Rivers gets fired, Monty Williams to the Sixers. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's the best. I don't think it's the best job, though, Willie. So no, I, like, that's I don't for sure. think that is 100 percent for sure. Well, because think about it. You could be in a scenario if you're Monty Williams. You're looking at a roster that is constrained because of salary cap issues. That doesn't have James Harden. Doesn't have a lot of picks to deal for another guy. So I don't think I don't think Monty Williams wants to go there. So if Harden's going to dip for Houston, which everybody keeps talking about in NBA circles, I don't think that's the most attractive job at all, especially when you look at the makeup of the Eastern Conference, where you have the Boston Celtics are going to be there for a while. You know, Clearly, Miami Heat are always going to be a pain in the butt. You have the Knicks who are kind of evolving, and maybe they'll be a little bit better. The Cavaliers, like you might be a little behind the eight ball over there in Philly when the smoke settles in this offseason. So I, I don't think Monty Bucks. Williams is running to get there. What's that? You throw out the Bucks. Yeah, of course. Yes, and of course the Bucks. which, by the way, like that's the job if I'm Monty Williams yep. that I want, right? I think that's where you're going uh, as opposed to Philadelphia. How can the Nuggets stymie 
the Lakers in the series. They're favored minus 165. Lakers look really good against the Warriors. What are the Nuggets going to do to throw the Lakers off their game? Score. Because, look, the Lakers looked good, but they looked good defensively. This is my favorite little, like, stat, if you will. Uh, I made it up, so I'll take credit for it. Um, Lakers have a 111.7 offensive rating in non-garbage time this postseason, guys. That is an offensive rating that is just 0.8 points better than the San Antonio Spurs offensive rating in the regular season. So they've been getting this thing done with defense and a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if you stymie them. Steve, right? Because like they stymie themselves. They're just not a good offensive team. It's scoring with efficiency and forcing a team that has not been good on offense. that has not been able to shoot the ball to try to keep up with you. And I don't think the Lakers can do that. So I think they're going to be able to, you know, limit them offensively just because there's a pretty low ceiling for this Lakers offense. It's just about, can you crack this defense, which has been elite and has been among the best we've seen in the postseason during this run because that's going to be the challenge for you. I don't think you really need to worry about that offense. If you, I'll put it this way. If you have trouble stopping the Lakers offense, you got problems and you're not going to win that series. Tell me if this is an elementary take on defending the Nuggets. Don't let Jokic get the ball because everything goes through Jokic. Uh, I would say that's uh, really good. Uh, I, I think mean, uh, was it I mean, Darvin Ham the other day? I mean, it's very basic, but right? right? I mean, you can see his everything goes through him. Now tell me. Uh, Darvin Ham, they were asked, how, how do you stop Nikola Jokic? And he says, we get somebody to kidnap him before the series begins. Oh, okay. yeah. like, <laughs> well, they can't do that. They can't do uh, that. By the way, if he ends up getting kidnapped, first guy to look at is going to be Darvin Ham. Oh, I thought you were going to um, say John Morant. Yeah, no. <laughs> Go well, back to the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> okay, then you can suspend him know, behind the suspension. We know he's got a gun, that's yeah. for sure. Um, no, I, I think, look, like you're right. I, it's, it's easier said than done, not allowing him to. Because here's the thing, too, Steve. I, I would say, because I keep asking everybody that I talk to about this, the one player you would pick to defend Nikola Jokic in the NBA active right now, I think, is Anthony Davis. Maybe you say Giannis Antetokounmpo, but I would pick Anthony Davis. So, like, you have the guy there to match up with him one-on-one. But the thing is, is, like, even if you limit him as a scorer, he is such a good passer. He is one of the best passers, if not the best passer, of his current generation of players, the best passing big man of all time. He can kill you in so many different ways. So even if you force him to be more perimeter-oriented, if you don't allow him to operate from the post, okay, cool. I'll operate from the perimeter. I'll operate from the elbow. I'll, I'll go run give-and-goes with Jamal Murray. Our two-man game's among some of the best in the NBA right now. Like That's how he gets you. He's got such a multifaceted game. JVT's with us, VSIN. What show did you do today? I said, were you on the wrap or with the wrap? Yeah, I was on with Patrick. I, they, well, yeah. they call it Sharp Money, but yes, I was on with My Patrick bad. Maher and Dustin Swedelson. How did it go? Um, they showered me with compliments, which I hated. So good, I guess. We don't do that. Except when you're yeah. cooking rice and some steak and yeah. making videos, uh, waving around your gun, uh, Miami and Boston. Plus, uh, check that, uh, Celtics are minus five fifty. opened at minus 6,000. I saw that I sent you this, uh, the Miami heat, according to ESPN analytics have a 3% <laughs> chance of reaching the finals. Give me those odds. Give me uh, the, give me three. the, give me the plus. Let's go. Minus 3,200 on the series price, according to ESPN's model. Yeah, I, so. want, I want plus 2,500 on the heat. Come on now. Uh, well, the way Come on things, now. The way that things are priced nowadays, it might give you like 9 to 1 somewhere. Be, yeah, so. minus 3,200. I, <laughs> I get 10 to 1 back. Um, uh, the heat can compete in this series for sure. Uh, no, they're going to get Whoa. Smoked. What? Uh, yeah, so I actually I thought that the 600 was cheap. I, I will be completely uh-huh. honest. I thought this was going to be over 650 in terms of a series price. I laid two and a half games at about plus 130 uh, with the uh, Boston Celtics. 
I think that this is a matchup made in heaven for the Boston Celtics with the way that they can pick on some lesser defenders in that lineup, like Kevin Love, Gabe Vincent, and Max Struess. They are a much better three-point shooting team. They have multiple bodies they can throw at Bam Adebayo. They have multiple bodies they can throw at Jimmy Butler that they're comfortable with. I think every little matchup that you look at falls in favor of the Boston Celtics. And if they don't win this thing quickly, it would be an abject failure. John, we're going to see you on Thursday or Friday, depending on uh, VGK game one. I appreciate your flexibility. Willie, as well, um, I've requested food from you after every Monday conversation. Just like a little thimble, like a real small Tupperware of the rice, maybe? A little sample. You, a little sample. You got it. I'll send you a reminder, if I remember, which is very tough on the show. You know how, you know how it works here. Right. John, you're the – oh, man, you're good. Uh, you're, you're so good. Thanks, John. Make him feel uncomfortable, all kind of squirmy and squishy. Going to Chris Berman territory here. Five o'clock hours on the way.